to New York. I'm The Miz. You're crazy, man. The Miz is a character I created, and uh, he's ready for the big leagues. Turning back, man. You all were wrong. This is what makes me. All of you. This is what I am, feel me? I made it. You can hate me now. I won't stop. But I won't stop now. I can't stop. Cause I can't stop now. You now. can hate me. You can hate me now. You can hate me now. You can hate me now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the A Show with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcasts. I'm Justin. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Mila. Just do it. Go ahead. I feel great. I feel amazing. I feel wow. I mean, so many different emotions. Can can is this my space to like? I'm going talk? on mute. I'm going on mute. I'm going on mute. Oh, okay. All right. So I I just want to say, you know, for all the people who for all the Miz fans, which I've learned that the Miz Hive is real and it's just not me and a few seldom people online who are like ironic fans. No, these people exist. They exist in this life. They exist and respect the Miz and all the work that he's done over the last number of years. I want to say we did it. We did it, Joe. We did it, Miz. We did it, John Morrison. I don't know what else to say. Um, I've been holding in my Miz rant for a very long time and i don't fully unleash it for the disdain of justin because i know he hates it and i know so many other people hate it and i know and i recognize yes this is black history month but when your favorite superstar wins the word stop don't do that no 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 we're not doing that we're not doing that when your favorite superstar of all time wins the WWE Heavyweight Championship. After 10 years, by the way, of not holding it. He's not held it for 10 years. I think this is a great opportunity to let people know to be patient. Because it does happen. It happens. For all the for all the people who want the best for Ricochet. All the people who want the best for Aleister Black. All the people who want the best for Cesaro. Who I thought we were going to see that for Cesaro on Sunday, but I guess we didn't. Um, be patient. Because it does happen. And it can happen again. Oh, my God. Listen, you want to know the reason why I stand The Miz? It's because The Miz absolutely works hard. From the beginning, he's worked hard. From the real world, I grew up with The Miz in my, you know, yes, he was being cussed out by Coral for being a very ignorant, um, I don't want to say racist. I just think he was very ignorant. Oh, I want to I say racist. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing. How does he get in a pass? I hate to interrupt your little your little victory lap. How did you just give this man a pass for clearly racist statements? Um, it, it was almost thirty years ago. I'll give you that. It was almost thirty years ago. It's. I mean, it was twenty years ago. But so 
my because he's come out the other side far be it from me to hold on to that of when he was 19 and he grew up in Ohio you know no offense to anybody who grows up in Ohio no offense (laughs) no offense to anyone who grows up in Ohio but he grew up in I guess a very white you know area of the world and wasn't when the culture shock of meeting this very beautiful strong independent black woman named Coral and she kind of really shocked his whole world. And there are various clips you can watch online of this. And I will not, Paramount Plus, you will not see a dime from me until that season is on Paramount Plus. You just won't figure it out somehow. Um, I know you're doing the first, you know, New York and you're going back to that. Do Listen, do the second New York. They're a lot less older. I guess there's a lot less things you have to worry about. Um, but I've been watching him from the beginning. I've I've I followed his career. Did you know he worked in UPW? Do you know what UPW is? No. UP, UPW is the same. It was a previous. I wouldn't call it an official training facility, but it was like really the West Coast OVW. And he was there. And you know who else slid through UPW? Samoa Joe, John Cena, various other talent of the two thousands that rocked the world, and missed it there too because he wanted to work hard. And he got through tough enough and he almost got fired and he, he almost got, he, he, he got ousted out of the locker room for eating fried chicken. And I learned it was on Chris Benoit's bag and we see where he's at. So. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, all right. Man. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it comes around, but really, <laughs> really, <laughs> um, He's worked incredibly hard, is what I'll say. And he's someone who, despite the shortcomings of his career, despite, and we, and you look at a lot of, you know, internet fans today, and they want kind of this fast, you know, oh my God, instant gratification with the superstars they get. And a lot of times we, you know, I think we're right in terms of like, if we support this guy, why aren't they pushing him? But he's someone who's made the most out of every opportunity that he has. And he's waited for this opportunity. And I think he's going to make the most of this opportunity that he has here. Albeit, I, if you ask me, it's going to be incredibly short. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Your, your rant was, you're going to get two rants today. Okay. Okay. You're going to get we'll two. Get, we'll get two rants today. Okay. Yeah. You, you started off with that one. So, you know, everybody give, give the Miz a round of applause. Clap for the Miz. Good job. Good job, buddy. Uh, they had to pay me. RNC had to pay me extra to be on the show today. <laughs> I'm glad. Well, listen, listen. We both get what we want, right? Like, you have Finn as your champion on your respective A show. Yeah. You know? So you get what you want. And it was also Raw's. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> and I get what I, I mean. It's not the A show, but. Raw's <laughs> straight. No, 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 no. You can't. No. Raw is the A for the A show for Raw stands for ass. Raw Raw is your A show. Raw is your A show. Did y'all hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Raw is Mills' favorite show. He's going to be tuning in faithfully every Monday. I didn't say that. No, that's perfect. I want Mills to be champion for as long as possible, so Mills has to watch Raw. I want him to be on almost every segment. I want every segment on Raw with the Miz to be like it was this week, where there was a countdown where you had to turn back to the show to watch the <laughs> nine o'clock. <laughs> I want that's, that's good. To be- I'll be honest with you. I love that circumvent me 
only watching the missed parts of the show and not having to watch anything else. Well, you know, no, um, I want to during 24 seven segments with the belt. I want mid during those AJ Styles squashes during the, <laughs> Listen, I want to the whole thing, the whole show. We're going to have a or, lot to talk about on Monday night raw. Yeah, we do. We got a lot to talk about in general on the show. Uh, obviously the road to WrestleMania has begun on one show, kind of, weird on another show and uh you know that that's pretty much what we're going to talk about uh today on the a show let's hop right into uh no holds barred for the week uh young rock starring uh kind of starring the rock but also starring a bunch of people that look like the rock uh premiered <laughs> on nbc uh last week did big numbers five million viewers first Holy episode shoot yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of views, a lot of, a lot of viewers on that. Did you get a chance to peep it? I, I've only watched clips. No, I'm not a fan of those. Th- it would have to be a really, I would have to see how it's going long term. I'm not going to buy into the hype for the first episode because I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm not that interested in the journey of one Dwayne Johnson or the made up journey of him. And shout out, I guess the people outside aren't uh, feeling it as well. Um, damn you. I mean, that's an alarm. Oh, I'm about to say someone breaking into a car. All right. Well, you know what? I'm not that damn. Okay. It's okay. Gone. <laughs> um, no, I'm not that interested. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it's um, it's okay. I, I say it's pretty by the numbers. I think there's some funny parts I, I did chuckle at during the clips that I've seen. Uh, this week's second episode, we'll see how it does. Usually you do get a big number for the first uh, week. Uh, of a of a new show, especially on NBC. Um, so like we'll see how it goes. I I think that there's a, a lot of really cool and interesting ways he could take it. Like it's like you you know if he gets up to like the Triple H parts or you know when he started the Nation of Domination and those stories. Like I would want to see that. You know what I mean? And uh, Brian Gewertz is actually helping write the show, which is really cool. Um, so he has you know firsthand knowledge of what happened during those times. So um, I'm really excited to see where they go. I just think that right now it's like not interesting to me because I don't really. You know, I'm not interested in that st- part of the story, but I do know and I have heard that during the season, there are a lot of really cool and interesting segments with his father who passed away. Uh, not too, not too. Um, yeah, I think too, it was sometime last year or the year before yeah, that, actually. Too long ago, he passed away. So um, that, that'll be episodes that when I when I hear about them, I'll definitely tap into. Um, Samoa Joe. It has a new show on the on the uh, on the uh, what's that? What's that show uh, that comes on Wednesdays? What's it? The break? What is it? The, oh, the bump. bump. <laughs> I, I stopped watching the bump very early in the quarantine times. I, I I can't with those hosts. You know, it's I agree with you on the host thing, but there's a there's a part of that show that works, right? But there's an equal amount of part that makes me not want to tune in. But I mm-hmm. love the idea for the show. And there will be times I tune in and I feel kind of good watching it. Like Seth Rollins was on last week. I tuned into that because I haven't really heard Seth talk candidly about anything. Um, so I tuned into that. But yeah, overall, yeah, no. <laughs> so Samoa Joe's <laughs> Samoa Joe is going to have a segment which I actually probably will watch called uh, I think it's called the Grit and Glory Interview Series. Uh, okay. That's going to premiere. It's going to premiere this week. Uh, and he was talking with Uprocks uh, about his recovery from a concussion. I don't know if it was clear or unless I missed it as to why he stopped wrestling and why he started doing commentary. And uh, apparently this is the the reason why is because, you know, during the commercial shoot, uh, he had a commercial shoot last year. He, he hit his head on a table spot 
and uh, he suffered a concussion. And uh, since then, WWE has actually kept him out. Uh, he actually talked about, you know, how it's been going, saying that, you know, there's been some technical holdups as well as it's just a very careful approach to my return and recovery. And I appreciate it. And I'm all aboard. I would rather take this time and miss a large, considerable amount of time than potentially uh, this getting more serious. It took WWE a lot to talk me down. But after seeing medically what I've seen, I agree with them. And we're just taking a time with it and, and trying to do it right. So, uh I'm glad that they found something for him to do instead of him just sitting home and, and, and going crazy. Right. Uh, but that's, that's pretty serious. And, and Joe isn't a, he's not a spring chicken, you know? So I would imagine they want to preserve him as much as possible for when he does come back. And the thing is, is that if he wasn't great at his role, everyone would be like, why isn't Samoa Joe back in? The-? I think everyone would be clamoring. Why isn't he back in the ring? But I do think he feels a great role on Monday night raw, just on that commentary team. And I think a lot of people seen it very, very quickly and I also think, I mean, there's not a lot of things that Samoa Joe is bad at, the things that he does. Right. I mean, I, I, I'd be pressed hard to believe. Maybe one day we'd be able to talk to him about that. But there's not a lot of things that he's bad at in commentary and interviewing and all these other stuff. It's just, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's really good. And um, I'm glad that WWE's taking it serious um, as far as his concussion. And again, like they, they found a, a spot for him. And um you know you can't you can't be mad at that you know it, it's absolutely it's serious it's it's very serious um next up on the docket this week kenny omega says he'd love to work with wwe and have a partnership uh john moxley was like hell no <laughs> <laughs> uh did you hear about kenny's kenny's quote about this no but i i'm i'm not surprised that he would say something like that it seems like he really does want to work with wwe but does not want to work for wwe I think this is him like being like, hey, y'all, read the tea leaves here. Save mm. me. <laughs> mm. What did he say specifically? Uh, that he would love to, 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 you know, there's a bunch of matchups that he would, you know, like to see with WWE. And, you know, he would just like to see it possible for the fans, at least. You know, he, he said he's way more business minded, you know, in terms of how he's approaching his career. And um, these types of things are, are big deals. And right. he, thinks that, he thinks that a partnership with AEW and WWE would be, um, would be beneficial to both parties and mostly for the fans. Now, John Moxley followed that up. And, and, and again, Kenny, he just left this motherfucker. Why do you think he wants to go back <laughs> and work with these people again? I mean, <laughs> Moxley said uh, that would never happen. It's not even worth wasting any mental energy on. Uh, if you want to fantasy book some cool shit, you know, maybe you can fantasy book it for like fun magazines and stuff. But, you know, like back in the day, in the magazines you used to have like Dream Match, Bill Goldberg versus Steve Austin in 98. But that ain't going to happen. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. I'd say it's more of a, I'd say it's, I, you know, like back in 98, it was like 100% not going to happen. Now I'd say like nowadays, it's like we've seen a lot of shit. Yeah. Years. I'd say 75% chance, but I mean, still not going to happen. But I would say it's very unlikely more so than it's never probably. going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Ken- Kenny's a lot more. Kenny's interviews have been very, very odd and very uh, completely different than uh, the other guys in that company. Right. You know, I, I read somewhere that Cody was also Cody said something about working with the He was like, oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, did, did he say something about that? Yeah, um, he did. <laughs> was it in jest? Was it are they all in the same room? Was this a panel? What the, why is a I don't know. I, I honestly do not know. Uh, it, it seems as though uh, 
the these they're they're brokering for something. I mean, like, again, like I hate to, I hate to get 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 swaggy on you, but when your show can't you know break eight hundred k viewers, I mean, you got to do something. Mm. No, I agree. I agree. Tony Khan and and, and thinks is. They're more than welcome. As I've said, the forbidden door is open anytime. Come and knock. If they were to knock on the door, I would certainly let them in. Looking at the nerve. Um, <laughs> that's that's my thing. After all the shit talk, they're breaking the thrones. Then you see 52 weeks of TV kind of hard, huh? Wait, why would they? Is like, yeah, if they want to slide through, they can come on. It's like, that's not how that works. Yeah, no, you we're, we're waiting two years. We're yeah, that's like, that's like, um, that's like Playboy Cardi telling Jay Z, like, if you want to come through and give a verse, <laughs> just through. pull up anytime, bro. <laughs> yeah, like, like, that's not really how that one works. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they, they do. They did a gold album. You know, admittedly, like WWE has done like diamond. Yeah, you know, twice time. over. Yeah, like I, I don't know if that, I don't know if that that correlation works there. But I, I would, I would love to to see. If that happens, but I would more so love to see those guys taken from that uh, spotlight to see if they could handle the the heat on another company. You know, I would agree. I think you know. I think they're looking at the success. I mean, I don't know how much actual success that you can actually garner from it. I think it's more so. I don't even think you can call it a success. The whole TNA, New Japan, AEW. It hasn't really presented like higher ratings or any sort of metric that has proven that it has garnered a lot more positives than nothing at all. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know necessarily, this would be the one that obviously would, I think if WWE ever decided to step foot on AEW, they would crack a million viewers instantly. But yeah. I I just can't see it happening. I don't see it happening. Um, Maybe NXT. Maybe I, NXT, I could see, but even then, I don't see that happening because, listen, just, they, they don't even let, like, um, what's her face? Um, homegirl in Japan. Gosh, I forgot her name. Tag team with Asuka. Uh, Kyrie Sane. Kyrie Sane. She can't even work the, the, the thing shows. And that's Start- because... Yeah, stardom shows. And that's just because they are very strict about like what they do with their talent and the stuff. And I, you know, likeness, all this other stuff like that, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll see. I mean, yeah, man. If I don't uh, see it, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, real quick injury news here. Uh Hiromu Takahashi is injured. Uh he of, of course is from uh New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh he will be out for quite some time uh with a pretty pretty serious injury. Uh, I mean, this is a huge loss. Uh, for for New Japan, he is one of the he's one of the few, uh, young acts that they have. Period. And mm-hmm. you know, for him, to, for him to tear his pack, uh, that's like a six to eight month injury. He'll be out through the summertime. That is just a huge loss for the juniors division. He's the biggest star they've had, and he just came back from a neck injury. So, right. uh, really, really shitty circumstances. I hope to see him back. But again, the 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 hits keep coming for for New Japan, especially you know in a in a time period where not, you know they can't get a lot of foreign talent, um, and, and it's really tough for them to kind of maneuver in this new COVID area. And I mean, you see that from the shows; like the shows have been fine, but they haven't been to that level that that we've known them to to do. Uh, another injury uh, update: Keith Lee is injured with an undisclosed injury. Do not know when he'll be uh, back 
to uh, WWE action, but he was taken off of the Elimination Chamber card, replaced with John Morrison, of course, and uh, wasn't on Raw either. So I, I don't know what it is. We have no clue if it's a knee, a pec, a you know, concussion. We have no clue. Yeah, it, it was very, it's very weird. I, I'll be honest with you. If 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 Keith Lee makes it a thing, I feel kind of like he's the one who beats up uh, Drew McIntyre in the main event of Elimination Chamber. I'm literally just throwing pie in the sky. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think like he would have been the one. You know, I'm just I'm just putting it out there. I feel like he could have been the one. It looked like it was trending in that direction with a lot more aggressive Keith Lee. But I could yeah. be wrong. No, I mean, I it, it makes sense. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's, it's next man up. And we'll talk about that, you know, when we talk about Elimination Chamber. But I, I do like the pivot that they did, tying it into a story. I think that they made, they really did make a chicken salad, a chicken shit with that situation. Especially, you know, there was a report earlier in the day on Sunday that it was going to be John Morrison for storyline reasons. And mm-hmm. no one really picked up on that until the end of the show and then on Raw when it was picked up from there. And I was like, oh, okay. It all makes sense why Morrison was in that position because you had to make the Miz connection work. And it, it was an easy through line to do the cash in. So, again, with, with Keith, you know, it, it really sucks. But I do think there was something big for him planned. And, and I really hope he can contain that momentum when he gets back because they do seem to have, you know, confidence in the guy but he, he you know it just seems snake bit with the COVID thing and, and then this injury it's it's just it's just awful he hasn't been around in at least two to three weeks so it just sucks yeah yeah it's, it's terrible it's terrible I wish the best for him uh I I gotta get serious for just a second can I do that yeah go ahead man if I can be serious for a minute without being interrupted Social media and wrestling. Some that's a gift and a curse, I think. I think since social media took over, you know, as the primary source for all things communication and conversation and pro wrestling, I think that there's been a lot of communities created that have been positive. There have been a lot of communities that have created that have been that have been created that have been staunchly very negative, more so sometimes than positive. Last week, there was an event that happened on NXT at the end of the show. Someone reported that Kyle O'Reilly was seriously hurt, and someone in the comments said, I think that he has a seizure, or he had a seizure. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> this, caused, this caused a lot of people to while out, and usually I go no spoilers on NXT, so I had to see what happened just to see if he was going to be okay. I couldn't call it. I had no clue what it was. Right. But at that point, I didn't want to say what I thought, right? And I was just like, this seems like it could possibly have been a storyline. And the onus falls on a lot of people because a lot of outlets reported this news because of some random person with, with the, the, the experience they have in seizures. We have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> One person said it and a lot of people ran with it and it spread like wildfire to a point where WWE actually had to come out and say that this was a storyline. That mark and, got worked, by the way. And and not meant to be a, a seizure storyline. Of course, we know Kyle O'Reilly. 
does have diabetes. He's a diabetic. And, you know, there are a lot of things that could happen in the ring. That was the that, that could be an issue for him. And that was also the reason why last year he was gone off TV for at least four to six months. Mm-hmm. But it, it I'll be honest, it didn't look to me like it was it looked like it was like how he sells all the time. He sells like that all the time. My issue with it is that the conversation on social media around wrestling has gotten it, it's literally and it's almost like this in anything. You can just yeah, say it's not just wrestling. <laughs> it's yeah. really not just wrestling. Say anything and people will run with it without any type of, you know, attribution, without any any explanation. It just becomes it becomes the narrative in a lot of things without any any sourcing or anything. And and yeah. we harp on the role of wrestling journalism a lot in what we do and what we talk about on this show. And, and, you know, this is just the main reason why, like who was going to say anything, but also like who was going to be responsible enough to not report this and just wait and see. Uh, I, I do know, and we all know that Kyle O'Reilly did come out with a tweet the next day that kind of, it was a pivot. You know, it was, I don't think he was probably supposed to tweet (laughs) the next day. I think they told him, just tweet this and say that, you know, you're fine, but it was a neck injury or something like that because they wanted to do obviously an NXT storyline that writes Kyle off and gets Finn in the position with Adam, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. It, it's frustrating because I won't say it ruined the storyline because I do agree that they that some level of damage control had to be done because of some rando on Twitter. But I, I do think that some, some consideration has to be given to some people before they say shit on Twitter at all. I agree. Cause it wasn't even the original poster who posted. It was, it was didn't say ri- it. yeah, it was just some rando. <sighs> no clue who this guy was. Yeah. Did he apologize? Ran with it. He, he probably didn't apologize either. So that, that, that makes it worse. And uh, yeah, yeah, again, I, I, I have to say, be, please be more mindful of people. Like this type of thing isn't anything to joke about. You had you had people like literally going to war, and again, it start it, it started an internet war. It yeah. started a Twitter war between people who said, you know, you guys are overreacting, and then people like, you know, there there was a there was a t- there was a tweet from Swerve, uh, who who said that <laughs> it looks like uh, it's, it's, it's something to the effect that it looks like Leon Ruff's going to be in a stretcher like Kylo Riley was, and everyone got really mad at him. How could and, you so soon? And I even said, like, man, seeing this this swerve thing looks so different, you know. Now that he said that crazy, stupid tweet, he pulled a he pulled a Leo, a Leo Rush. Swerve deleted the tweet because of all the hate he got. Mm. But it turns out that you know what? Maybe we should have believed Swerve, right? Because he would know. He probably dapped up Kyle O'Reilly. He probably Kyle probably hopped out of the stretcher as soon as <laughs> to the back and dapped up Swerve. And probably was like, "Yo, catch you later." Wait, <laughs> let me get my mask. Um. <laughs> No, you're right. You're right. You're right. There's a lot of overreaction to things. It's you know, it's funny because I also have a sorry if this offends. Okay, want to play it again? Yeah, play it again. If I can be serious for a minute, without being interrupted. Actually, I have two, but I'll I'll speed through the second one and I'll talk about the first one. Social media. Oh wow. Part of being a social media manager is coming up with fun, quirky things for engagement. Oh, boy. And one of these fun, quirky things is the $15 game. 
<laughs> you have $15 and you have to assemble the best squad that you have. I have done it. I've done it on the Lookout page. I've done it on the RNC Radio page. I've do- I haven't done it on the, the A Show page, but we, we'll figure it out. I mean, we can do one later. I don't know. But it, it seems banned now from wrestling aspect. But this is legitimately just something for engagement. Unless you're talking about... You know what? I don't want to make it offensive. <laughs> because it's not. You know what it's I'm not- saying? It's the $15 game. Somebody got to be $1. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like not everybody, no one, I didn't see anyone down the throat of Ryan Satin who literally called a bunch of people on the roster Fs on a, on a poorly, you know, made sort of graphic, which it was a tier, which wasn't actually tiers, but it was grades or anything like that. And people, I yeah. mean, I guess people gave him hell, but not enough hell that they gave the WWE on Fox account. For doing the $15 game. And when people, when Natalia found out she was $1, <laughs> she lost her mind. There were promos cut, there were IGs thing, there were people on social media telling them to take it down. Poor Shelton Benjamin, like, you need to take it down and apologize to the women. Excuse me, we not, I'm not apologizing for this interactive game that literally holds no bearing on where you truly stand in the WWE. Natalia could be women's champion next week. You know what I'm saying? It's like, this is a social media account. Relax. (laughs) People went crazy. People went nuts. And and once again, fans agreed with it. I know they've seen the game. (laughs) I know they've the game before because they did it for survivor series yeah they do it all the time everyone does it it doesn't make any sense to me why people are going off the handle because they feel like oh well women shouldn't be this and women shouldn't be that i agree 100 that women should not be demeaned but this is a social media game this is not demeaning. no this is not at all like it's this wasn't like who got the fattest ass you know what i'm saying this was like this was literally if i gave you 15 dollars and you were able to make your own team and they all cost money, what would it be? You could interchange this with men, women, dogs, Pokemon, anything. <laughs> anything. Anything. I I don't understand. The outrage, the outrage has got to stop. It just has to. Please find better things to do with your life. My second one, I'll make it real quick. Arn Anderson, you stink. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You stink for this quote where he says. Wrestling fans get pissed because it's downtime. The celebrities that we have had over the last years had nothing to do with wrestling whatsoever, and you can just see it from the fans. The fact there is a place, it's called the rest of the world that's not America. And if he's a big star, there's probably (laughs) a reason for it. He says, I don't know anything about Bad Bunny. If they're not big fans, what are they doing on our show? Wrestling fans are dedicated to a wrestling show and wrestlers. They are not there to see Hollywood stars or anything of that nature. It's an aggravation to them when they don't know who it is. And if I don't know who it is, I just watch a performance on the show and critique it for what it is. Sir, you are old. You do not know. (laughs) You do not know who Bad Bunny is. I will give you an excuse for that. But to immediately write him off without knowing a damn, without not knowing a damn thing, while having 
and much big prop. I mean, no disrespect to Snoop Dogg, but he out there doing the belly flop from the top rope. Mm-hmm. You got Shaq out there with, you know, Jade. And once again, no disrespect to Jade, but you got him out here shooting, preparing for matches with, you know, whoever the hell he's facing. I, I don't keep up with the show as much anymore. Cody. Um, Cody. You have Mike Tyson falling asleep during the TNT title match and them airing it on TV. <laughs> well, you see, the issue is that I think that I think the thing is, and I completely agree, it makes it look really shitty because Bad Bunny is a Latin American. Yeah. And we know how them people feel about Latin Americans. And he's a major fan. Look it up. First of all, he's on Raw all the time. He's not like somewhere like Shaq where he's just like, I oh, can only be on this show, this, that. He's on Raw every... He's a Hall of Fame celebrity already. Because he has been on Raw every week since the Royal Rumble. Yeah. He worked more than Iron Anderson did when he was there. We know what Iron. We know, we know you was hitting the bottle, nigga. You a fuck boy? With your funny ass polo shirts, nigga? Funny ass the way look at the way he throws up the four with the with the limp fingers. What's oh wrong with you? Okay. <laughs> they broke? Arn, you're fucking crusty. Remember that time Stone Cold pissed on you? A lot of television. You had to tell your kids that you got pissed you on. Like, you yellow like Big Bird. Listen. Just shut up. That's all I'll say. Just look at his look, look at his face, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, hey, hey! Best spine buster, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yeah, I'm going there. I'm going. There. Oh my use a, god! Use a sucker, and that's anybody that's hating on Bad Bunny, bro. Use a sucker. You're a sucker, bro. We that's just what it. Over in this house, we just do because we do. Huge fan, huge, huge fans, bro. Benito, huge fans. Anyway, we're gonna go to break. We're gonna talk about. <laughs> we're gonna talk about uh elimination chamber. We're gonna talk about a little bit of uh raw, and uh then we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take it home with another misrant. So we'll be right back on the A show. Caliber superstar. My career reads like a Jeopardy clue. He is the only two-time Grand Slam champion in the history of this business. Oh, ding, ding, ding. <clears throat> the Miz. Correct. Correct. Which means I have held every single major title there is to hold on Monday Night Raw multiple times. I am holding this title in front of you because I deserve it. I didn't ask for your respect. I demanded it. This title is on my shoulder. Had to cut that one short. Had to cut that one short. <laughs> they, don't have the, they don't have the full version of this. No. Why would they? Why would they? It's a conspiracy. Yeah, I was, I was thinking, I was like, maybe I'll cut it. And I said, like, I don't care about meals that much. So I didn't cut mm. the whole thing. No. All right, I feel you. Sorry, bud. It's okay. Yeah. So Elimination Chamber happened 
on Sunday. It was, it was, I won't say it was a bad show. It was, it was a show. <laughs> It was a show. I I I liked both. I liked both chamber matches. I think those. If they, it was just two chamber matches, that would have been fine with me. I don't think the in between stuff was consequential in any way. You know, any way, shape, or form. It was just there. Let me <laughs> let me tell you. I don't want to. You know, there's a misrant coming somewhere else. But if that ending thing wouldn't happen, this show would not be notable by any stretch of the imagination. The edge thing to me was the was was the coolest thing on the show. Still, I even agree, after- but that came after a whole hour of them yeah. doing what? <laughs> well, well, here's to be fair that SmackDown Elimination Chamber when it was down to the final four, it was a banger. Like it, it was, it was really good. Um, I thought Daniel Bryan and Cesaro did the damn thing. I thought they were fantastic in that match. How do Daniel you feel Bryan- about Jey Uso? I hate I hated it. I don't know how people like it. I don't know why people are lying to them. It's almost like the people that are lying to themselves about Bobby Lashley's US title run. Like I I don't get what you guys are talking about. You know what I mean? It, it's it's very like very weird that they that they like romanticize this so much. Mm-hmm. But like Jey Uso as a singles star is not good. He came into the match, they did some Looney Tunes bullshit with KO, which we'll talk about. Uh, well, I guess we're talking about it now. I don't, I don't see where KO goes. If it's Jey Uso or WrestleMania, then that's fucking laughable. But you know, then he did like 18 super kicks and two splashes, and that was it. And he eliminated mad people. Like <laughs> he eliminated mad people, by the way, <laughs> and then lost to Daniel Bryan. And then we got the championship match legitimately right after. I get it for Heat. I get it. I thought it would have been a better if they had like spaced it out a little bit. So you at least have some breathing room. You have something like that. But I get it. But then Roman Reigns comes and pretty much kicks the shit out of Daniel Bryan and <laughs> retains his championship. And I'm like, what did we accomplish here? What did we do? You accomplished Edge. They could have done that on SmackDown, bro. <laughs> like. They were already pushing for Smack. Once, once Edge wasn't showing up on Raw and staring down Drew McIntyre anymore, I think we knew what it was. I think we knew what this, you know, Snickers presents the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. Main event it, was. <laughs> it just sucks, and I, I know. Okay, we gotta get down to reality here. Okay. Okay. Let them- yeah. Sure. The SmackDown thing is great because we have an actual storyline for the next eight weeks, right? Right. And we. Can- we could have Edge on there. We could have Edge and KO going, um, you know, teaming up. And we, we could have a lot of fun stuff on the show after that. Because there's a there's literally a bunch of baby faces on, on SmackDown who have been wronged by Roman Reigns. And I think Edge is the perfect one to be kind of like the savior in, in, in the old guard coming in. So I think that's cool. I agree. With Raw... That that the way they're getting to this story is so fucking wild. The like the the way that they've had to kind of con- compile the Money in the Bank storyline, the Bobby Lashley storyline, the Drew McIntyre Sheamus stuff, which I think is not done into eight weeks is going to be insane. Okay, so you have a elimination chamber, which I thought was was solid. Then you have Drew lose it, doesn't show up on Raw, which is understandable, and then you have the Miz Bobby Lashley thing that took up most of Raw on Monday. I I'm not too sure Bobby wins next week. I'll be clear. I don't think he's gonna win. On Raw, nah. I mean, nah, he's not gonna win. He's not gonna win on Raw. 
I think he will win at Fastlane because it's a title change at, on Peacock. So there you go. I do think the the direction is going to be the champ versus Drew. I think they want Drew to win that title back in front of fans, which makes complete sense. But here's my thing about it. You could have got to this direction without making it the WrestleMania main event. It could have been Drew and Goldberg at, at WrestleMania. It makes no sense why y'all did that at Royal Rumble if you just turned around and did this. This could it have been really- done months ago. <laughs> exactly. This could have been done in the fall when he wasn't really doing nothing. Because how are you over... And my issue isn't the fact that he survived the Elimination Chamber and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He beat Goldberg last month. There was no way that he wasn't going to win this. He survived the spear and the jackhammer, Mills. <laughs> There's no way he was over this Hasbro ass, you know, elimination match. It's a, it's, it's crazy. Like they could have, I, I wouldn't have been mad at Drew Goldberg at Mania because that's the bigger fucking match. And you already did it. I don't know. The, the question for me raises. So if we just spent like a month now, we turned Sheamus, by the way. <laughs> yeah, for no reason. Because it's not culminating to a major singles match unless it's happening after WrestleMania, which why turn him so soon if you're not going to build up to the WrestleMania match? I feel like there's so much stuff that I don't know what they're doing on Raw. Um, I feel like they don't know what they're doing on Raw, which is why we got what we got on Sunday, believe it or not. I'll admit that Monday was interesting in the in that it was a different fucking story for this show. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And it was, you know, you didn't have for one, it was probably besides him being out for COVID, it was one of the only shows where Drew wasn't there. Yeah. Um, which was completely different. And I think the the fact that the the contenders and their naming contenders and stuff like that and they were doing Miz versus Bobby is something completely different than what we've seen in the last like year. Um, I can't say, maybe even I, two years. I can't say that they listen. There's nothing I want to see less. There was nothing I wanted to see less than Strowman and, and Lashley at the end of the night. <laughs> it was some, I was just like, what are we doing? Like, okay, it's I was new. glad it started at 1051. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was quick. I'll give it that. I thought Bobby looked great, but it's like, yes, we question what they were building Bobby for. But at the end of the day, it was almost like, what 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 is what is the road, right? At like, why? Do- you know what I'm saying? It's like exactly. we're we're building up Bobby for this moment, but I feel like we're going to build him up for it to lose. Yep, <laughs> yep. And it ain't gonna be Miz in there, and it's gonna be because they have to have somebody. And, and I understand it's COVID. There ain't nobody bigger, but you have so many fucking people in that roster that you could have been building up this whole time, and you chose not to. There's so many people that you could have done. It could have you could have had Ricochet come from 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 behind. You could have had you know, granted Keith Lee was injured, he could have been the guy. You know what I mean? Like there there could have been so many people that you could have built to get in that position to fight to face a Drew McIntyre. Now you've blew you you blew the Goldberg thing. Uh, Lesnar's not coming back. That's clear. Yeah, or else he'd be back already. He'd be back already. Maybe after Mania, sure, but all roads lead to Drew getting this title back. In Tampa, which is fine. I think he did. He needs to get as many reigns as he can before all the people come back. Before you know, what I'm saying like he needs Absolutely. to, he needs to be decorated by the time fans are back for real. And I think he will be. I think he will be. 
But I, you know, and, and this is for everything on Raw in terms of where they're going for WrestleMania. I, I thought the Charlotte thing was cool on Monday, but it's like, is she just going to turn heel again? Because if so, that doesn't really work with her with her um redemption angle that she's trying to go for. The Charlotte thing was, it felt like, okay, well, the Ric Flair part was, we're cleaning this up. Yep, That's what I kind of felt about. Um, the the but go home dad like i appreciate all this other stuff and like yeah we're coming to amends and i guess she's taking a little bit of accountability and and he's taking a little bit of accountability and stuff like that but at the end of the day like go home it's kind of like cleaning that up the whole pseudo i'm gonna hit you in the face thing i felt like did they do that on sunday with bianca and sasha i don't even know if they did that um no it was um it was what's my man's name uh, Reginald, uh, he's the one who yeah. ruined it. Um, but still, I feel like once I saw the boot and I was like, oh, we're going to do this again. Like, <laughs> we're going to do the damn, you hit me, we got beef for life type of thing. <laughs> and I don't know. I'm ready. Charlotte versus Asuka, if we're doing it, I think you have so much built into those two that we don't need to spark it off of this story of like jealousy, hate, miscommunication. Let's pitch it off of the fact right. that both both of those are fucking badass, and Charlotte wants the belt, and Oscar got it. <laughs> yeah, just just fight, just fight. You don't got a cap, just fight. Yeah, we don't got to make up a story for why they're gonna hate each other. We know what it is. You seen Charlotte? She got eleven of them. Is it eleven of them things now? Ten of them things. And, um, yeah. and Oscar got it. <laughs> well, we also got announcement that. Rhea Ripley is on Raw. I'm worried, but they I'm, need her. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I'm worried, but they need her. I'm so glad you said that. Mills, I can't, I, I can't, I can't lie. Looking at the roster there, there are a lot of women up there she could beat the hell up, but not too many that I think would I I, I would believe in a feud. And I, I get why they kept her away from Bianca, but you kept her on the show with Charlotte and Oscar. Good fucking luck. Here's the all right. Here's the here's why I'm so worried, and here's why I'm so glad you said that. The idea of Ray Ripley that we've had over the last three to four years has been that, despite a major, you know, abundance of competition, she showed up on top. Whether it's been in NXT UK, whether it's been in regular NXT, for the last number of years, there's been competition, and she is dominated stay you know at least afloat all this other stuff she has faced giants she has faced shirai's she has faced um robert stone brands she has faced everything monday night raw is not the same level so it now feels like you at least have raya ripley whose talents similar to what's going on with Shayna baszler right now i would say this is big for Shayna baszler whose talents, in a sense, and at least their best talents, in terms of Rhea being just a great in-ring talent and like has an, an extremely great look, and you can say the same thing about Shayna Baszler, will be squandered <laughs> in roll-ups, distraction finishes, um, bad storylines, um, having to sort of build, bring other people up to her level and just kind of like figuring her place out on Monday Night Raw. She's faced Charlotte, but Charlotte is good. Um, I don't know how she's going to fare going up against, a, you know, on a weekly basis. Was she going to go 50-50 with Dana Brooke? 
50 oh, 50 yeah. with mandy rose and 50 50 with i don't know who the fuck else is there um peyton. But yeah peyton she's gonna have to show up as a heel right uh, i i don't know i really don't know i, I mean it as a face I I felt like Oscar was the one turning, but the, knowing WWE, they're gonna have Charlotte be a heel again, and you know I I think that's where she's strongest. But she loses. Charlotte doesn't turn. It has Rhea has to be a heel because there's it's too face heavy. The heels yeah. don't have en- enough. Like the the major heels on Raw are Nia and Shayna, but that's not enough. But then I mean, what does excite me on the other end is that you will get the Shayna matches again, which they can go, and we know that. Right. You will see Oscar Rhea win or lose. That's going to be good. I think you we'll will, get it eventually. Yeah. You will see Charlotte Rhea again win or lose. I think I think Rhea should get her fucking win back. But win or lose, it'll be great. I, you're going to see Rhea Alexa. So I mean, she'll definitely be doing some weird yeah, shit. Alexa's on her own. <laughs> but I mean, in the end, you will also what worries me, but also excites me is Becky's going to come back. Hmm. Becky mm. is going to come back. And in 2021, she's back by the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. By the end of the year. That's my prediction. By the end of the year. I, if she's I not by SummerSlam, she'll be back, to be honest yeah. with you. If she's not training right now, then yeah, definitely by the end of the year, she'll be back. I, I, they need her though, Mills. You know, SmackDown yeah. doesn't need her as much as I think the core of a Bailey, Bianca, Sasha tandem would carry that show. Mm-hmm. Especially in, in light of the fact that we're going to get call up soon, it seems like would they be fine on SmackDown? Raw, they got the they got the shit under the stick. They they got they have to find something to do with Charlotte and Oscar for the next couple months. I say I would say not even wait with Rhea. Put her in the title picture immediately. I you know there are thoughts about it. I don't think she gets called up until after WrestleMania. I think she gets called up before WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, she's she's gonna be there. In March, yeah. <laughs> like she's gonna be there in March. You're just tossing chicks over the top rope and whatever battle royal, I guess. Um, but I think you know, Ray Ripley, this is what we've wanted, so I don't want to feel ungrateful. Um, right. but you know, just to we've seen this so many times, and I think we've reminded people so many times over the last number of years the priorities are different on the main roster. We've seen many a talented NXT superstar kind of flounder on the main roster they will get it eventually i think you know if it doesn't happen now with Rhea or even with Shayna, because i think Shayna is just like she's floating right now this tag team thing is just to like we don't want to unleash full Shayna yet so we're just kind of like doing this thing with naya i think it's a placeholder for now well she um, got fucked up because the becky injury because i know that they were supposed to have another match <laughs> but they probably were just like uh, just have Becky go out on, uh, you know, he's he's got to go out on on a on a on a high note. <laughs> yeah, also, as Shayna for kicking the shit out of Oscar in the fa- in the neck or yeah. face or something. I was knocked like, damn, tooth. she knocked her tooth out. Oh really? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that receipt is coming. So, oh, <laughs> be ready, Shayna. We know how Oscar gets down. <laughs> that receipt coming. Get down or lay down, bitch. But you going down? <laughs> <laughs> Everything's coming. Uh, I, we we've been skipping all over all through Raw. Uh, yeah, I want to yeah. talk about Riddle. Uh, Riddle won big on on the US, the the US t- uh, champion is, is now Riddle. Uh, he beat John Morrison. 
uh, in a whatever match. We, and we he no just, longer has to face Lashley, apparently. I think, yeah. Lashley just like, well, you good. <laughs> like, I was just like, Lashley don't care anymore. Like, okay, I guess. <laughs> he chased him for two seconds and was like, nah, fuck it. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, good for Riddle. I'll say, in terms of just, I think it'd be a competitive person. They obviously seem to put him on television every week. They beat the shit out of Riddle for the last number of weeks, I guess. I mean, he won prior to Elimination Chamber, so we'll at least give him that. But um, I just hope, I wonder what they're going to do with him. I wonder if he'll be on WrestleMania, and if he is, who against? I don't know. This is the perfect spot for, like, an Aleister Black to come back. I not saying he's on Raw. I mean, he's not on Raw, but, like, for a, someone like him to, to be in that slot because the... Friday. Something. Yeah, exactly. Like the the mid card champion, they always have great matches, and that was the issue with Bobby Lashley. Like we said on the show, he was not having matches, and when he did have matches, he was just squashing people. Like the WWE champion should be squashing people, you know. Right. And now that we have Riddle in that, you know, your personal views about the guy aside, you know that we 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 have documented that at length. We, we we've chosen on the A show to kind of just report it how we see it on the tv show so you know to anyone that that um may get offended or um you know triggered. anyone yeah anyone that may get triggered or anything like that like we we are well aware and we do not agree with what he did but um or what he's accused of done whatever whatever um but you know this is a guy that can work and they they need people on the show that can work and th- that's the guy what about ricochet what if it's ricochet next the faces him? you know <laughs> I would love it <laughs> because like the, the ricochet, ricochet losing to AJ again. No, that's the bigger conversation. Fuck that. Why? What the? F- what are they doing with AJ Styles? What are they doing that we have? You to- know how interesting it was. Go ahead. The, the interesting thing they did in Elimination Chamber was that AJ was allowed to beat Sheamus, but was not allowed to beat Drew. <laughs> <laughs> He was allowed, yeah, it's kind of a weird pecking order on Raw. It's like, obviously, there are these two major, there's like three really strong guys that can't really get beat, but one has to get beat eventually. And I'm talking about Drew, Bobby, and AJ. Yeah. And for some reason, they all, they stay away from each other for the most part. But, you know, when they come in line, you kind of get to see, like, okay, where the pecking order is. And I think Drew is ultimately at the top, AJ is second, and Bobby's third. (laughs) Yeah. It's so um, weird because SmackDown doesn't really do that. Like the same guys well, it's beat just fucking Roman. <laughs> yeah, the same guys beat up each other. Jay gets beat by all of them, but sometimes he does beat them. And then yeah. it's kind of fair. It's fair on that show in, in that sense. I think the only guy that gets mul- beat multiple times is like Apollo, but that's in service of a story that they're trying to tell with him. Mm-hmm. Um but it's it's weird. Like I people think that AJ is going to face Triple H. I'm not too sure about that. If Shane's coming back to face Braun, Triple H, people think it's going to be well. They've never. It's never happened before. I, I'd love to see it, but with almost the thing with Triple H is, if it was going to happen, it would have started by now. Triple H yeah, ain't no <laughs> Triple H ain't no. I'm coming back for the month of March to kick this thing off. He's kicking yeah, it but, off in November. <laughs> Yeah, Triple H is he's doing the lengthy injury angle like he always does, where he in, either he gets injured or he injures someone for months and then they come back. Yeah. You don't do that. <laughs> and in the almost thing, if you're not put the, put him in the ring. Put that motherfucker in the ring already. Yeah, I thought that was gonna be the thing. I really did. Like 
he's another guy that I, he's not, I don't think he's going to win the WWE title. I don't even think AJ really needed him. I don't think, you know what's so weird? I feel like we're going to get almost. I don't think he's going to be an active in-ring competitor. I think he'll be in the ring from time to time, but I can't possibly see him as an active in-ring competitor because one of the size, the size is a major detriment in terms of just like overall health. When you that big, things get tricky. In, yeah, with injuries and stuff like that and all, all the other stuff like that. And I think they realize, I would hope they've realized that from the several amount of giants that they've had on the roster. And then second... There's not you you only booking him one type of way. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and you're booking them either like Bobby, like Drew, or like AJ, where he beats everyone, and then I guess, you know, he loses eventually when he like falls off the second rope or some shit like that. Yeah, but, you don't gotta send you don't gotta send AJ and all the all your like rightful workers out to die to AJ and almost like he don't even got a storyline. They they kept, yeah. they kept Sheamus strong on Raw this week. Against Jeff Hardy. As soon as I saw that, I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> I've there, seen this enough. <laughs> there, there, is, there is no sense of any type of story or overarching theme for Raw going into WrestleMania. And that is a it's major a problem. Show. It's, it's a three-hour show. And I'm not using that as a thing. I just think they see it every week as like, we got three hours to fill. How are we going to do that? Well, let's do Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy. I don't want to see it. Last year, I saw Jeff Hardy throw pee in the man's face. I'm good. You know? Like, <laughs> I'm good. I think we've seen as far as we're going to get. It, it has peaked. I don't care to see it anymore. Remember, um, uh, rather be pissed off than pissed on, brother. And then... <laughs> whole frothy thing in his face um yeah i don't it's, it's not a they gotta do they gotta do a little bit more with the scene they gotta they gotta switch it up a little bit i think a couple of these guys need to move to tag teams um i think a couple who the, of who are the tag team champions on raw i think it's the hurt business they've been oh, facing yeah. your house party they did they did i'm sorry what are they weren't they supposed to break up a month ago yeah, <laughs> they just they dropped sure that phone line. I don't even think Bobby be talking to them niggas. <laughs> like, <laughs> like MVP is the glue that holds it all together. Is, is great, but like, what it makes no sense. Like, even Bobby the- actually has a whole stable, and like, they don't need to help him because <laughs> because it's just a giant fucking full Nelson and machine. <laughs> retribution. They, they beat retribution, right? Yeah, they did. They beat retribution clean. Yeah. Retribution is another thing. Uh, they're they're not a thing. I don't even know if the Kofi Ali thing is going to happen. I think they're not. Will. I think it will, but I don't. That seems. It was something that obviously I wanted to point out that like, hey, Elimination Chamber, hey, Kofi Mania, hey, Mustafa Ali. No, we're not doing it. All right, well, but then you know, Kofi eliminated Randy, and I was like, oh, that's an interesting thing. <laughs> I think I think the the reason behind that is they didn't want to overbook it because it was severely overbooked in the in the final five minutes. So mm. Mm, you're right. It was crazy overbooked. There would have been too many people coming in and out of the cell. You had almost there already. Um, you know, it, it, it was enough bullshit in there that Ali wasn't needed to be in the match. Like that flimsy glass in the elimination chamber. It used to be bulletproof. 
<laughs> now it's like <laughs> it's plexiglass it's, now. Yeah, this shit makes a sound when you it makes a like when it moves. I was like, what? I'm, just hard. I'm just hard. I saw somebody say like, man, that padding doesn't look like it hurts. All right, nigga, <laughs> you fall. Take, take a yes to fall off it. <laughs> yeah, you fall, nigga. Come on, it's ground, baby. Let, let, let's see if you want to shit your pants immediately <laughs> um that's so funny um but yeah rodney's listen world's not my a show i just like the Miz. <laughs> okay so well, what did you feel about the um what did you feel about the the Miz partnership uh thing with bobby Lashley? What, what like how do you feel how they fit how they fixed everything how about i that? feel like they, I feel like Bobby got played, <laughs> and he gonna get played again like a fiddle, <laughs> and it's just gonna be funny. And he's gonna be an angrier, balder, sweatier black man <laughs> running after Miz. Um, I liked how they kind of played it out because it's different. It's different. Yeah. I think we've seen a, the the same thing. Not this. Not to say that's bad or the same thing from Drew McIntyre, but I definitely think that we're used to kind of like his type of style of champion, and it was kind of refreshing to see a kind of shit heel champion who, um, didn't necessarily obviously made a deal with Bobby, but obviously doesn't want to live up to it. A, a true heel, he was just like, mm. you got to understand, I wasn't champion then. I didn't know what I was doing. I was desperate. I was just trying to make it there. Now I I don't know if I have the have the chance. I like the little countdown clock, even though the clock sped up crazy in that first hour. Yeah, really um, quick. Yeah, I got like, oh shit, that's in thirty minutes. <laughs> Three minutes, nigga. What? This was four after. Are y'all pausing it when the commercials come on? I was like, wait a minute, huh? Wait a minute. The segment ended at eight fifteen. I hope we three minutes at eight fifty five. Um, but. Don't ask me. You know I love it. Like I only, I legitimately, I'll, I'll tell you how I watched Raw last night. I watched the Miz parts, duh, and I kind of like I was half watching during the rest of it. I watched Bobby hold Braun Strowman, <laughs> which was funny, um, and that was it. And and Bad Bunny, I, I watched Bad Bunny. Yeah, yeah, he he's good. He's getting more physical. I think the slow burn, um, the slow burn of uh Bad Bunny getting more physical in ring is is really cool, I, and I think it makes a lot of sense. Now, how would you book the Bad Bunny? Like, okay, again, Mills, I'm I'm dealing in reality. I know you might not want to hear this. Okay, the signs are pointing to the Bad Bunny thing. They won't stop talking about each other. So. Well, Bad Bunny slapped Miz, and everyone thought it was funny, and everyone was pissing their pants on Elimination Chamber. All right, we're not talking about that. Who was really laughing hardest at the end of the show? I I love moments like that. That's so, do you think part of being a Miz fan? Do you think that they get another interaction before Fastlane? Because I don't think Bobby's winning next week. I think I think Drew will come back next week in proper and um, attempt to uh, get his match with either Sheamus or for the title, but. How would you do you think that it's going to be Bad Bunny that costs Miz the WWE title? Because honestly, people were saying, well, why can't Bad Bunny be in a WWE title match? I'm like, that's not because that's not a big match that they will want to do. (laughs) They don't need to do that. (laughs) We don't need to put all the stakes on the line for Bad Bunny. It's not that he's Bad Bunny. 
because the big match is right. The the big match is bad. Like Miz, honestly, I'm gonna keep it a hundred. Regardless of what that WWE title match is, Miz will be in the biggest match of that night because Bad Bunny's in it. Absolutely. So having him lose the title in a short amount of time, that's not a big deal. I don't think that's the that, that's not the the that's not what we should be focusing on. He's gonna be in the money program, you know what I'm saying, for the show. On Peacock. On, by the way. Right. To the show, which is hosted by NBC Universal. And the I mean, Bad Bunny promoted the shit out of WWE on Saturday at Saturday Night Live. Like, I don't see how people can't see the return on investment that they've received already. I think for any company worth anything right now, they would see this partnership that is weeks long at this point, a month long at this point. It's being a net positive for the company right mm-hmm. now. He's blew out merch sales. He's the top selling merch in WWE shop. I got to I got to buy that shirt, by the way. Just just a crazy amount of, of love that this is getting. But I think we're going to get there. I think it's going to tie in. Maybe I'll start to like the storyline when Bad Bunny gets involved. He's the coolest thing on the show to me. Him and Damian Priest are the coolest motherfuckers on the show. I agree. I agree. I'm going um, to Bad Bunny shirt right now, actually. Go on. One more thing before we leave. Uh, Edge picks Roman. Are, are we excited? Are you, are you scared? Are you are what are you thinking so far going into it before we see an actual promo on Friday? I don't want to make any predictions on where this is going to go before we see what Edge says on Friday and how Roman reacts. But how do you feel about it? Knee-jerk reaction after Sunday. Um, <laughs> It was the match that you wanted. It was the match that you predicted. It was a match that I want, but I'm interested to see. I've always, I think Edge has worked really well against these very athletic types of superstars and not that Roman Reigns isn't, but it's just his gimmick doesn't allow him to be, you know? Um, So it'll be interesting to see how they play off the tribal chief versus edge, who is very confident within his own abilities. I think we're going to get a lot of promos out of this. I think we're going to get promo city. Like, I think you're going to get edge doing his best thespian work with Paul Heyman and I think we're going to get a lot of Roman Reigns trying to undersell everything that Edge is doing. But Edge is like, yo, but I'm going to win it essentially. And then occasionally someone will get beat up in Jordans or something. Edge is winning the Jordan battle. If, if Just to be oh, yeah. real. I think after last week, I mean, I mean, Edge pulled out some really cool Air Jordan 1 mids. I think he's looking at the, the, the arguments on Twitter about how mids aren't respected enough. And I mm. think he said, you know, let me let me pull out some really good Air Jordan one mids. I think y'all need to realize that we didn't have highs until like 2013, <laughs> 2014. No, no, no. We didn't have we didn't have true highs until 2016 with the bands. Uh, the when they, when they brought the bands back out because the 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 kind of mid top bands came out in, in 2013, uh, 2013, 2014. We were rocking mids, y'all. We y'all y'all been rocking mids. Look y'all, at your class. <laughs> been or, rocking. Have or have they yeah we shit well stop hating on mids the old love new love pack was was two air jordan one mids and they were the biggest release of that year in 2005 i believe so stop hating on mids but um yes that that is that's that's what we got for this week i i would on- feel remiss i would feel remiss to talk about um to at least not mention apollo dropping them stairs on that boy's head <laughs> I like it. I think that he should win the IC title too. I don't know about that, but great segment. Great. He can't 
keep losing to Big E without eventually winning? <laughs> I say this about AJ. <laughs> AJ can't keep winning. It just doesn't make sense. And then the guy beats Ricochet on for like I at least he beats Ricochet at least once a month. I'm calling it out right now. Biggie, Seth, Cesaro, Icy Title, Mania. I love it. I love it. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. So yeah, that that is that is it for the A show this week. I want to thank you all for listening to the show we got some i mean we're, we're rolling to the spring so we got a couple of announcements coming very soon i cannot wait to announce these to you guys they're going to be huge they're going to be earth shattering for can i say this mills the number one the number fucking one black hosted wrestling podcast hey hey, hey. as of last week I don't know where we're going to say that. But if you if you support, subscribe, and listen, and stream us, download us, then we will stay there. So uh, make sure you follow us at the HORNC. Uh, we have another episode of The War Report coming out this week with Cyrus and Quan. We got a lot of things coming. Free Bobby Smart, always free already. So for Meals, I'm Justin. See you next week. Thank you for listening. Please wear a mask. Wash your damn hands. We'll be back with more foolishness next week peace yellow beats uh-uh. at me and chewy on some hot nigga like i talk to shy see when i shot niggas like you seen him twirl then he drops nigga and we keep the mind millies on my block nigga and monte keep it on him he done drop niggas and we be wildin he some hot nigga Tone-